five, four, three, two. Extreme close up! So, Starting with, I mean, yeah. really, I don't even need to scroll. Really, you just got to keep me on a on subject, on on topic, I mean, and keep um, you on a leash. <laughs> well, I mean, really, honestly, it's it, don't don't push me because uh, I'll see how much further than you I can go, and chances are, you know, um, a lot of this is gonna. Do you remember the Dare the program? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took that as a big dare to not listen. Uh, I remember the lion. I remember, like, I, I know I want the shirt now, yeah. especially. Um, just main, mainly because bullshit is this? Well, I, I, well, it's it is bullshit. It, 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 it is. It, it, it's bad that it, I want well, the shirt. It statistically just, was bullshit too. Yeah, but people were just the people who ran the the government agencies that would yeah, like, and would keep would institute it. They just would they would it seem like intentionally be ignorant to the fact that it wasn't working. <laughs> oh no, I, I think it's I think it's great because I mean I've you know started off you know kind of in the church and everything like you yeah. guys and you're kind of growing up religiously. Um, I mean, just everything, just, there was just a lot of stuff that you didn't do, you didn't talk yeah. about. And, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, then, then I spent a year and a half on psychedelics and I'm here to tell you, uh, <laughs> there, you know what it is full of shit. Uh, cocaine <laughs> is a hell of a drug it's a lot, <laughs> because it's a lot of fun. It's pretty fantastic. And that's why you should right here. That's why you shouldn't do it. Uh-huh. Uh, cause it's just, there's not a great market for it sure. right now. It's yeah. just too expensive. Uh, but weed, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? Anyways. We had a brother's brunch, so yes, you had high on yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> high on life. Huh. And, Family well, I, memories I, in the new year. Yeah, yes. starting and mimosas on and bloody marys. Our uh, first episode of twenty twenty. <laughs> first episode of right, twenty twenty. So, and it's great because I, I had a post on Instagram yesterday, you know, thanking, and I continue to you know, to thank our guests that we had yep. on twenty nineteen. Made it a strong nine months here, um, yeah. but you know, twenty twenty was starting off with a bang because you know we have another sibling on. Uh, yeah. because we, we've talked about and like you, you were telling us before you started recording you're like, I love you guys, but I've never listened to any of your never. episodes, which I prefer you saying, I just don't like talking podcasts and stuff to someone who does listen to podcasts. And I know for a fact that they listen to podcasts and they're like, yeah, still haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. I know for a fact that yeah. you like podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, or, um, or to just be like, Oh, well I throw it on in the background, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then, you know, kind of be. I don't think that's very respectful. So I'm not, <laughs> sure. not going to throw it. I mean, at some point, it's on my, I should probably throw it yeah. on, especially after this, um, if I can stand hearing my voice uh, you know what? long that's, enough. But I, honestly, I, I was I don't in video editing. I ever get over it. Yeah, you yeah, were in you video, were, I was video, in video editing. editing for so long. I, just got so, I mean, shoot, you hear, hear your voice and you see your face and you're like, oh, that's right. I just need to get through this. And yeah. uh, Because honestly, uh, who cares if, if I don't like my voice? Or, or how I look on camera. Well, but no, just getting over that. Like eventually, yeah. I do. I do need to listen to the podcast because there are topics I like to. Yeah. I, but I'd rather be here talking with you guys like yeah. I am now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Opposed to, um, I don't know, listening to you guys talk, uh, on on my speakers on my Amazon Alexa at home because right. honestly, uh, I'll just I'll, I'll see you guys soon enough. I'll hear your voices. Yeah, exactly. I don't miss yeah. you guys that much. We're not super close. Yeah, but that's fair. We we yeah, I love you too. And yeah, we're we're soon. only ten. We're only ten minutes hey. away. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but, yeah. Speaking of which, I'm yeah. gonna need some help moving some stuff. 
Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. We're we not super close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I say all that because uh, in the year and a half, almost two years we've been doing podcasts, we've mentioned our older brother, Andrew, before mm-hmm. um, and new various memories and various things. Yeah. Um, but he's, uh, he's with us today because I know... 2019 ended yesterday, the time we're recording this, and in 2019, one of our favorite bands collectively celebrated the 20th anniversary Mm -hmm. of a pretty seminal album for them, as we'll get into in this episode. Today, we're talking about the band Incubus Mm -hmm. and their album, Make Yourself. Yeah, so it was that was yeah. a lot of people's introduction to the band. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it's not their first album, but right. I think, like we're gonna get into, I think it it like fully formed their identity, like moving forward, making albums mm-hmm. and as a band and stuff like that. Yeah. Even Brandon Boyd, when we went and saw them celebrate this album, kind of said in the like the like the little video they played beforehand mm-hmm. that he's like this really shaped, yeah. this really like established our identity as yeah. a band. Yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about that album, but before we get into that talking with our brother uh we're matt why don't you let everybody know where they can still find us here in 2020 okay you can still find us on instagram or at the radcast on instagram cast spelled with a k radcast is all one word find us on facebook uh we're the radcast uh go follow us on instagram i mean you can find us there but please follow us you know um Find us on Twitter. We're at T Radcast, T for the, and then cast again, spelled with a K. Uh, if you go to our Instagram, we have a link to our website in there as well. On our website, you can find all of our past, present, and future episodes, kind of a one stop shop for all that. Speaking of shop, hopefully in 2020, we can get a shop set up. Hopefully, we'll use that time off to get the website kind of diversified a little bit yeah, we, yeah. which is stuff. which is a little strange to me because i just heard you say that the future episodes are also now currently available yeah exactly. um, on, <laughs> on your website so you guys haven't figured out the studio but time travel yeah uh, exactly time travel future, shit, uh, welcome to the future future uh, is now uh but uh yeah, now, now you threw me off my rhythm. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well. Hold on, I'm going to burp. Sounds like you couldn't wait. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to burp. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to give us uh, five-star ratings. Leave us some reviews. The algorithm is set up to mm-hmm. where it makes us more visible. Uh, just yeah. like with any, any popular mm-hmm. podcast, it provides suggested yeah. titles. Uh, same with Stitcher. You can do that as well. iTunes apparently is still around. I thought they were talking yeah, about th- shutting I, that yeah. down. And I think uh, I, I would still suggest Apple Music yeah, or, Apple, Apple, yeah. Apple or Apple Podcasts. Um, but my preferred method of podcast is Spotify. Mm-hmm. So if you go find us on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, make sure to go follow us. Or wherever you get to podcast, download, however, whatever means you do that, that's how you find us. So that's how you do that. Yeah. So without further ado, Matt, you're going to take the reins on this one. What? Once. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Surprise. Um, yeah. So like Steven said, 20 years of Make Yourself. Incubus is a band that we all sort of, would you say like, I know for you, obviously you're older than us. So mm-hmm. uh, you sort of progressed on music uh, earlier and so would you say Incubus is kind of a band that we all sort of met in the middle on and all sort of decided? Yeah, yeah I, I, I would say that. Um, I mean, I'm curious to, to hear more through the episode about um, the impact it had on you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, I know for me personally, uh, it was one of the the first albums I used to kind of break away from contemporary Christian music. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, kind of, I'm not sure how much you guys have touched on it in your show, but uh, just growing up, um, you know, kind of, 
you know, in the church and things were a little more mm. uh, conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the music selection also was kind of conservative, um, yeah. even though there there was the point and there was, you know, radio and everything. So, of course, you know, you listening to Green Day and, you know, all that growing up. So whatever the point was playing, I was listening to, but also the hard push for contemporary Christian music. Sure. Uh, growing up uh, was interesting. So at the time, I was listening to a lot of you know ska and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. whatever was being played for. Well, like but like OC Supertones, yeah, like that yeah, kind OC like... Supertones, Five Iron Frenzy, just really anything from that you know really horn based, you know, kick your legs around, yeah, uh, kind of style of music. Um, so Incubus for me was one of those first bands uh, that I really independently on my own kind of yeah. heard music I liked. Sure. Asked for an album. Thank goodness it didn't have the parental advisory. Yeah. Oh Otherwise, God. mom <laughs> probably would never bought it for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, having that that album around was really uh, started a break um, from that you know kind of contemporary Christian music scene mm-hmm. and more kind of venturing out and um, and really just being exposed to a lot of ideas. Even though I didn't realize at the time. Sure. Um, the lyrical content of that album, uh, yeah. just how much it would be impactful later on. But mm-hmm. even just listening to the title track, Make Yourself, like some of yeah. the, like the, it's called Make Yourself. Well, yeah. So it's yeah, kind of just about, we could talk uh, a whole podcast about just yeah. that title alone. And of course we'd veer off track from Incubus, sure, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely, this, this album was something that just, we all kind of found in, in its own time because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what, they were able to come up with and you know and the sound that they came up with in this album how yeah. defining it was for incubus um but just the quality of the music yeah for sure yeah, yeah. and yeah supportive and and you said like the sort of it, it's about identity and sort of like uh multi-layered and, and how it affected you this came out you you were like in high school when this came out right like I, 99 I think, uh, 15 16 yeah. so it would have been around 1999 so very like formative years like mm-hmm. you're sort of developing an identity and then the band itself is like coming into their own and their identity and the mm-hmm. album itself is about like developing identity and individuality and yeah. stuff like that I would, so it's sort of like boom 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 yeah. and it hit you right in the right chord and so you're sort of this representation of that demographic at the time, I think. I think because like, uh, I, I didn't get into the because I saw I remember seeing the cover like the album like in our bedroom, mm-hmm. and but like we didn't listen to Incubus because you know we're younger, so we were like elementary school, and so we're like oh whatever you know, and I didn't so I didn't get into the album till I was older, but I can imagine like when it came out, it's just boom hitting everything at the right time. I Sorry, think, I'm interrupting. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, I I've read numerous articles from people who are around Andrew's age and who yeah. you know were born in the mid '80s and who kind of entered their formative years of puberty and in their their teenage years in the late 90s and it was they, they there are a lot of people who share that same sentiment of the fusion of the sound and uh for a lot of females like brandon boyd's kind of sexuality through yeah. everything mm-hmm. um and you know just the fusion of that alternative you know the second wave of what was called new metal but also this alternative rock sound that they were bringing in mixed with their funk mixed with the with the patches and the d and the the scratches and everything that all of these things were fusing into one and it was kind of hitting this pocket to where a lot of teenagers around that time were starting to make that band their own Mm -hmm. because this sound was so much different than you know they're not on the fringes anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, jazz fusion yeah, and you funk know, and stuff Yeah, like you know, that. grunge isn't so much this, um, isn't this power that it was. And, you know, Limp Biscuit and Corn and all these bands, you know, and Creed, these right place, right time, you know, bands coming mm-hmm. up, you know, taking in 
this industrial, you know, hard rock sound, you know, that stuff can get old after a while. It's it's commercial. It's, it's very shallow, but Mm -hmm. incubus, like you had mentioned with, with make yourself in the lyrics, this is not, I mean, Brandon Boyd's writing is so much more heady than a lot of people might give him credit for. And also, you know, it just mixed in with everything else that I just mentioned. It just, it was, it was, it was a band and an album that was, had much more depth to it and much more Mm -hmm. to kind of relate to. Well, it was, it was kind of coming at a time, like you were saying musically where you just, start finding a lot of you know marriages of things you yeah. know kind of coming out of you know back in the day with uh public enemy a bit and you know when things started uh from there is the fusion of rock and hip-hop mm-hmm. you know because these two big things were kind of colliding in the pop culture and especially in the music scene um but i think where incubus kind of started to separate themselves is as you guys said you know they they had this kind of uh, funk fusion yeah. kind of aspect, uh, you know, between fungus among us and science. And yeah. I mean, they were, you could tell they were trying to find their scene in a day and age where people were really trying to, okay, we have hip hop, we're coming out of eighties hair metal. We got grunge. We're looking for something that just is a little more dynamic and mm-hmm. say, you're not into like the whole Moby scene and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's the best example, but, uh, just I kind of how it. yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you have the alternative scene, you have the heavy metal scene. Um, and even the alternative scene kind of felt bland at times. So I think with with Make Yourself, um, they they kind of took that sound that they were exploring that a lot of people were exploring that at the time, and it was coming around, you know, in, in the wave of Limp Biscuit and all that. So you're like, okay, we we have the edge, we have hip hop, we have rock, we have these kind of two, three, four worlds kind of coming together. But I feel like, you know, like you said, Stephen, about Brandon Boyd and his lyrics. Um, I think Incubus took it to that next level when they really kind of bringing in something a little more ethereal, a little more in the mm, background, yeah. kind of allowing some spaces to be contemplative. Yeah, sure. Uh, as well as the lyrics and the content um, also being explorative. You know, we're not just talking about Nookie and stuff. We're, yeah. we're not talking about, you know, it's getting late and you know, kind of the darker aspects of things. Because, yeah, right. I mean, at the time, you also... You know, middle school was was Manson. It was the Family Values Tour. Yeah. It, was, it was all of that. It was, these, you know, just kind of being in these kind of dark places and kind of you know, dealing with some more macabre stuff. But, um, you know, with, with Incubus eventually, you know, when that starts coming around, uh, we're, we start exploring a little bit, you know, kind of what makes a person, what makes a human, what's developmental yeah. for us. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, and just kind of exploring some things where maybe it is a little more heady, you know, unlike head yeah. PE where I feel yeah. like, hey, you know, man. that's just kind of, you know, jumping on a, a band name from the time, head you know, it's, you know, not exactly the most sophisticated stuff, right, kind right. of that idea. But I think Incubus just, know, they took it to a new level and that's yeah. really uh, that Incubus sound that they yeah, made it's, for it's, themselves. It's not deliberately depressing. It's not deliberately like, kind of roll like deliberately sexual but it's like it's a good it's taking you to those places because we're talking about human experience right and all those things are part of human experience but when the focus is kind of more on you know who we are as people and what Mm -hmm. develops us what makes us yeah um thoughts emotions human interactions uh you you come to all of it just by happenstance it's weird because um the opening riff like privilege like when i when i Mm -hmm. first so all I knew from this album was Drive. Yeah. Um, growing up, obviously, because because the music video, yeah. like I was blunt, I didn't know that much about Incubus besides that you liked them. But like when I first saw the music video, I was blown away because it's like 
Brandon Boyd's hand and he's like drawing himself. That was and a great like music that. video. And I'm like, what is this? So I, rem- I like remember the melody to the song. I remember yeah. the chorus. I was like, mm-hmm. that's that. There's something that clicked in me there. And, and I, I sorry, yeah, no, no, not you, to interrupt you, but I, I think that's another thing to talk about too is the fact that like music videos are still a thing. Like yeah. at this time, like mm-hmm. I'd still come home and, and TRL would be on and yeah, you know. It, Music videos, MTV was was kind of a different beast, so it was perfectly charged for that as well. Um, the fact that the music did lend itself to doing things explorative within music videos, and it didn't seem strange right. at all. Like, yeah. why the hell is this so artistic when yeah. it's just like a Justin Bieber, you know, yeah. mashup with somebody? Well, you know? and, and the the appeal to visually the appeal to that too is because mostly music videos especially at that point was just a band like playing in a studio or mm-hmm. something oh and i mean and, those, and, those are great videos especially coming from the hip-hop scene yeah right like, exactly just, they, they were awesome visually and interesting but i mean they made no sense right it was exactly. just kind of i mean i guess you could kind of come up with it and take it sure. to different levels but um i thought it was just cool for the sake of cool and explore it yeah Whereas exactly incubus their music really fit for that so anyways. right exactly and like because visually that was so different, like dynamically it was different than anything else too. Because it, yeah, it was only one guitar pulling, you know, pulling this big sound mm-hmm. and doing all these. Like Mike Isinger to me is one of the most underrated guitar players yeah. ever. Like if you listen to Live at Red Rocks, mm-hmm. like it's some of his, so even even some of his like his noodling and some of his riffs and stuff like that still to be one guitar player and provide a full sound like that mm-hmm. is big and this yeah. and there's different effects and stuff like that but he that guy has like jazz influence he's played metal and stuff yeah. like that so um but yeah i remember the music video to drive and then when guitar hero came out uh stellar mm-hmm. uh, was on that game and so i was like oh this is incubus the the band that does drive yeah. and i was like oh this it, the sound to me was it, it took me back to like the melody and Brandon Boyd's Brandon Boyd's vocals took me mm-hmm. back to 1999 to 2000. Yeah. Like that music has a certain, it's like sonically has a certain sound mm-hmm. to me, even yeah. if it's not Incubus, like other bands. Uh, and like I was like, this is really cool. And then later on, you get the album, and uh, you hear like "Pardon Me," and you're like, oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. And like so, Privilege opens up, and it immediately clicks, and mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah. like this it 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 no pun intended it strikes a chord mm-hmm. and i can imagine it it did the same thing for a lot of other people who yeah. who kind of opened it up yeah because especially when you're coming off of science something that's really experimental mm-hmm. and then you in the first track on privilege like the guitar intro yeah. it just it's a great first track it just kind of gets you right started yeah and I know I had mentioned a lot of people around Andrew's age and maybe a little little older, little maybe a year or two younger, um, kind of came into their formative years and their teenage years when this album came out. It's not just those who were teenagers, started becoming teenagers in the late 90s. I think it's anybody, ever since this album was released, anybody becoming a teenager or growing into being a teenager and adolescent or into their adulthood because I know for me I didn't really really get into Incubus until like I was 18 19 yeah. and it's so one of those still like the, yeah. a lot of a lot of themes right. on that album yeah. and other albums yeah. still but it's it's, it's but they're they're one of those bands that because even before them the sound that they kind of created and they kind of ushered in with that album were kind of keystones 
or Cornerstones and, and other bands that I did listen to when I in yeah. my younger teenage years. So like the pop Early punk, piece. yeah, yes, the <laughs> pop punk bands and the 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 alternative bands that I listened to when I was 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. you know, sixteen years old. I mean, Incubus kind of were some of the forerunners in kind of bringing that in. So like, I I didn't directly listen to them a lot until I I was like older teenager, mm-hmm. but they had an effect on the music that I did listen to when mm-hmm. I was when I was growing up when I first became a teenager and they were just, they're one of those bands to me just simply, they're just, they're a cool group. Like it's to, it's, I just feel like they're, they're a group like the, like the cool kids would listen to like, like the, the kids. Go-Go's. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like the, the, the kids on kind of like the friend or like the edge, you know, the yeah, edgy skater kids. boys. Yeah. But the, they're, it's, it's like, it's a band that you're like, I feel cool for listening to sure. these guys. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, that was the way I kind of came to listening to Incubus. There was uh, I was taking, you know, video editing classes in high school and um, there was a guy that, you know, played drums in a band. And I mean, they were, you know, they were just kind of alternative. They were they were yeah. out there like the he just existed on the fringes. You know, like you know one of those kids that hangs out in the you know, the library with his crew during lunch. Just yeah. that, you know, down in the lunchroom. You mm-hmm. know, things weren't so basic. I mean, the people that you look at now, and you're like, holy shit! Like, why are you so cool? And you're like, right. oh well, that was that was you back in the day. You're the ones that were kind of off to the side, kind mm-hmm. of dipping your toes in this stuff, not being part of maybe the the traditional experience. Um, a lot of people in high school are, are chasing mm-hmm. chasing after. Um, I think that's why, you know, kind of talking what you were talking about, Stephen, as far as when you come to the album, you know, for you, mm-hmm. it was 18, 19, 20, you know, really starting to let it settle in. Um, and that, that's a massive uh, developmental period where all of a sudden you're coming out of a system that has told you uh, this is what education is. This is mm-hmm. what you do within groups. This is how you participate. Um, this is what you need to do next. We need you to do X number of credits in this class, in this course, in this way, um, so that we can kind of pass you on to some right. point where you're no longer our responsibility. Uh, and I think it's that thing that we all kind of come to, but not all of us, I mean, well, we all kind of come to it hopefully sure. in, at our own ages, but uh, where a lot of people kind of, they exit out of high school and, you know, whereas up until that point, it was it was a lot of puberty, it was a lot of hormones, yeah. and that's why yep. like stuff like a newfound glory, yeah, oh, yeah. back in the day was so cool. It was because it was tackling stuff that you were talking about, that you were feeling, that you were thinking. Because life, you'd only lived 15, 16, 17 years at the time. You know, that's not a lot. I mean, it can be, but sure. Uh, I mean, if you're fortunate to live a long life, I mean, everything seems massive at that age. But uh, then you start digging into stuff that's a little bit deeper because no one's really setting the path mm-hmm. for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's like, hey, congratulations, now you're on your own. Uh, so I've, you know, I think that makes sense that you kind of came to the music a little bit differently than I did. You know, whereas you know, I was kind of catching it from on the fringes, but I was still in the church, kind of conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I, I feel like I kind of came to it and understood the lyrics and felt more for it. Uh, honestly, 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so a little bit later on when I started you know, kind of making my you know, exit from the Christian church and I'd kind of been to Bible college and was, yeah. you know, studying the Bible, went to go into ministry, all this kind of stuff and started questioning life and reality. All of a sudden, next thing you know, like, oh man, I just, I, throw on make yourself because one day you're just, you're looking for something to throw yeah. on. Next Nostalgic, thing you know, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah. Next thing you know, the, the lyrics are hitting you on a different level oh, and all of a sudden you're reminded yeah. of something or uh, just like anything good, I think entertainment wise, artistically, um, you come to it at different points in your life and you get something new from it. Yeah. You get something different from yeah, exactly. it. It kind of is there to change and adapt and evolve mm-hmm. uh, as you do as a human. And mm-hmm. I think that was 
those make yourself for a lot of people my age, um, especially being at the concert. I mean, you got, I'm not sure if you guys realize, but yeah, there, there, there are a few beats behind where they used to be. Maybe they're sure. not as, yeah. as quick with, you know, deliveries and all that, but honestly the, the audience, yeah, everyone I mean, there was, was carrying that, um, yeah. you know, not seeing that incubus needed carrying, but right, right. there were moments that were allowed for a whole room of people that kind of came to an album around the same time. It yeah. had a similar effect, uh, you know, just kind of came together and we were singing the songs, we were singing the lyrics, yeah. you know, not the best concert ever, but it showed, uh, just how formative exactly. I think the album was for yeah. for people my age yeah. and clearly yours as well. I mean, yeah. we're kind of within this window of uh, yeah, millennial it's weird. Period. Like we're like now we're at a point to where five, five more years, no one's gonna know what we're talking about. You know? yeah. Right, exactly. Um, but you mentioned so we mentioned earlier that so Incubus recently, I want to say November, they came through mm-hmm. St. Louis, yeah. but they they embarked on this twenty years of Make Yourself tour, where basically they're going to theaters and they're playing the. Uh, so it's 20 years of make yourself and beyond so they're playing right. the top to bottom the album and then they're coming out playing like eight like from mm-hmm. their entire catalog yeah. and so we went and saw them and it it's i think i was so so i enjoy i loved the show it was like it was like the fifth time we've seen incubus i think every time we've seen incubus you've been with us i've i've only been to three incubus shows oh okay yeah. never mind. so, so i mean well i was gonna say i Every show I've been to, you right. guys have been yeah, there, incubus wise. Yeah. So that's, that's right. pretty cool. Flip it, reverse it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I guess when you put it that it see and that and that's why I'm glad we could get your perspective on the show because me like my my like nerves and anxiety started to reach a fever pitch at some point just because there were so many people and I love the show was great but like you're in such a tight space and you know it's that's like why okay. I got stoned. <laughs> right there you go there you go and so did the guy in front of us yeah, yeah oh he um, was having a good time um but uh too much of a good time but, i wanted to knock him out <laughs> yeah, but, oh in front of you guys not me i was gonna say the guy in front yeah, of me no, he, guy, he was all right we guy in front oh, of yeah. exchanged cool. a few a few words but good words nice yeah, words yeah. no the guy in front of uh dan lotta our buddy we've mentioned on here before he was the yeah. the epitome of the obnoxious yeah like concert going drunk asshole fan but but there there was there was a special like air in in that place that night just because not weed smoke air no 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 no, because i mean it's it was a nice enough venue yeah exactly plus it's 21st century i mean there's yeah come on let's let's vaporize let's get vaporized (laughs) (laughs) um but they had like a special like vignette that played before and they like they played old concert footage from that tour and like even though i was i was like we were like eight years old when it came out um but still like i remember that time yeah and still kind of putting myself in the shoes of like you or someone else who's older at that mm-hmm. concert like it's got to be emotional because you're like i remember like watching this stuff on like mtv and when this came out and kind of riding around and and even going to see them and so the fact that they came out you know a little bit older a little bit wiser you know they lost a couple steps but you can't tell because they're still awesome. Yeah. Like and the it's fact good to see that you can still stay in shape at that age. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Brandon yeah. Boyd's still running out there. Yeah, you know, exactly. Off the the lady and... behind us wouldn't shut up about yeah, that's all how she certain I'll, I'll songs still on. Yeah, oh, sure. It's, it's like, like, will you shut up? All right. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right. It's yeah. customary. Just chill. He looks, he rocks gray. Yes. Hey. He's got a great body. 
I get it. But it's it's still cool to kind of see that and then bring it around 20 years later and then get to see everyone who was touched the same way mm-hmm. or in different ways but the same way by the album. Yeah. And the chance to kind of like look over at you and your scene and just know like he was like in the thick of this when it came out. And it's it was just the, the whole experience was really cool to me. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, this is with things to associate with this album one of my favorite things about it is it's a good album to play playstation to whether it's 2000 (laughs) or 2019 i between those almost 20 years between the 20 years since it came out i can't tell you how many times i just pop it on and listen to place like growing up playing playstation (laughs) hearing it on the radio and then also like even you know, in high school or in college playing PlayStation, listening to yeah. Make Yourself. It, it's yeah, one it, of those it, good video game albums. Yeah, it's, it, well, it's just a solid album. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. kind of what you're doing. If you want to be nostalgic, if you, you know, maybe you just want to be a little introspective. Or, you know, I don't know, just need something to throw on and it's super exactly. easy to, to toss on. It's reliable. It's, yeah. I mean, on, in the day and age of CDs, having had to buy this album twice because... Yeah eventually it started skipping because of wear and tear mm-hmm. like i mean that's i think that's pretty special uh it's, it's testament to to just the versatility of of an album and just how enjoyable it is whether you're being yeah. passive listening to it or actively listening to it you know how however much we actively can listen to an album anymore it's yeah. you know it's tough um but no it's it's listenable no matter mm-hmm. kind of where you are yeah. how how much you want to dive into it mm-hmm. um yeah, just there's there's explorative things, there's whale noises, there's yeah. you know, just and then you find yourself singing along to the chorus because again, you feel for him. It's something that's mm-hmm. y- you remember and um but at the same time it is deep and, and meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it just kinda touches on the, the yeah. you know, the different brain palace yeah mm-hmm. you know and, rooms and even if you're not in the lyrics like dynamically it's a perfect like brew yeah. of like so you you know guitar bass drums and then you got the scratching but it's all like mixed so well you know mm-hmm. written within the song it all like yeah. complements each other and then even if you're not paying attention to what Brandon's saying, how he's singing it and like the melodies of the choruses and like how they sweep in and right. like how catchy they can be yeah. and stuff like that. That's a huge testament because me, I'm not always listening to the lyrics. I'm real big on like not necessarily what you're saying, but or like not what the song's saying, but how it sounds. Right, uh, cadence and yeah, dynamics. Exactly. And, like yeah. how it catches me that way, how yeah. it affects me sort of emotionally and sonically yeah um and then the lyrics kind of come secondary sometimes for me if you're like that there's plenty here for you just top to bottom yeah i mean plus you you get to just keep repeatedly saying fuck me in my own way exactly Uh, i mean just you get to verbally you know just sing along and use the f word which is always Mm -hmm. uh approachable and enjoyable i feel Exactly. I, I always <laughs> so, exactly. And so, I mean, really, if you stop and think about it too, it's like, oh shit, it, wait, fuck it, me. Well, and it sounds way. beautiful because it's <laughs> coming from this angel yeah, brand of voice. Yeah. I love, I love yeah. the emphasis on the f u part. So the fuck me in my own yeah. way. I mean, it's fuck me I mean, in my honestly, own if, way. if you're gonna fuck yourself, uh, talk about truly taking care of yourself and and being an agent it's, of it's, change in your yeah, life, in your which is way. really yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we can't. We're, we're the only agents yeah. of change in our life. People can influence yeah. us, but you know, to at the end of the day, it's it's up for yeah. us. 
if, if, exactly. us to fuck yeah. ourselves. He's like, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's up to you to fuck yourself. Hopefully only time. Yeah. And, and if I fuck me, I'll fuck me in my own way. Yeah. It'll oh, be my own. It'll be. It, That's it, on my own terms. Yeah. Yeah. I've never listened to this podcast, but I can't wait to listen to this segment <laughs> yeah. right here. It's going to exactly. be a lot. And just, oh man, it'll be like a South Park episode. It'll be great. Like exactly. oh, back in the day before you could stream it with all the curse right. words, yeah. which is nowhere near as fun. Yeah. I found. Either way. <laughs> but you, you, uh, real quick, Matt, before you kind of jump off to your next point here. But you talking about sonically? Sonically is one of their biggest, kind of the biggest things about Incubus that I think a lot of people like because I thought you were going to say before you get to your next point, sonically, the, the Sonic, yeah, the <laughs> Sonic. The, the, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and kick to our sponsor, Sonic. <laughs> Go get a Coney over at Sonic and some Texas yeah. toast. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe a but, slush. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, I think they're they're kind of they're Mike Eisinger's dissident kind of ambient, yeah, um, guitar tones mixed with the kind of the syncopated hip hop style rhythms. You know, the the, the, yeah, the jazz the jazz inspired chord yeah. structure that Mike Eisinger uses. Um, and then also, you know, with the scratching and everything, they lend themselves to adapting to different periods yeah. of music they, well, they lend their self Kilmore to, doesn't just scratch he's got like right. samples and patches yeah, and exactly like and not just dj Kilmore, but like just again everybody as as artists everybody as yeah. musicians and again their their sound is it's it's tight phys, like it's physically if we're talking like mm. a, sonically physically if that makes any yeah, sense yeah. but it, it's literally like a tight sound but also it, it's loose enough to where you know dynamically how you're working you can mm-hmm. work it and to another style well, so I, every every album kind of distinguishes itself I, make, yeah. you know this make yourself and then morning view that's my then, favorite yeah, yeah and then anything like after that there's a differentiation in sound i yeah. think that's that's where that jazz influence especially early on mm-hmm. kind of comes in the fact that oh yeah um they're a band that's we're talking about make yourself being this defining sound for incubus but then you start going through the rest of the catalog and you start to find that they they don't stop exploring um because i mean honestly hell when light grenades came out i was not a fan um it's something i've kind of come to over time because it is incubus and you listen to it again maybe different context different way but um i i think it's something that uh yeah they because of that jazz influence they've always they've never been committed to necessarily one sound they found a sound they yeah. found a very popular sound and they found something to work with and i an identity but even within that identity that they created with make yourself immediately go to morning view and it's it's similar but it is distinctively yeah, it's, yeah. its own thing i think yeah. i i have a couple friends that you know thinking right now it's, they liked morning view more than make yourself sure. because make yourself was something that was approachable it got them on the page very much how like uh, age-wise, you know, the two of you are, you know, six, seven years younger than I am. Yeah. Uh, but we kind of all were able to come to the platform of Make Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a launching off point, whether that was your favorite album or it was the first one that really caught your attention. Um, yeah. So I think definitely that jazz influence, like yeah. you are saying, Stephen. Well, like I was saying to your point, right. Stephen. Right, right, right. Uh, the fact that yeah, their, their sound was flexible. Yeah. Because they were tight. They were talented. But they were always open to that exploration. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, very thorough 
very very <clears throat> very thorough explore exploration yeah you know? and i'm glad <laughs> um we talked about the concert we talked about the influence it had on each of us when we kind of got into it right. and why it was so pivotal at that point so i guess just looking through the track list the best you can come up with your favorite song yeah. your maybe not even your favorite song but like a few songs that always that you could probably you pinpoint as yeah, like the, the, these are probably my go-to mm-hmm. on this album um so steven i'll start uh, with you or if, Andrew, no if you no start, start. start with steven because uh, again i've like I mentioned, I've done drugs and my memory is not what <laughs> sure. it used to be when it comes to recall. So uh, I'll have to look course. at the track list here um, and get a little more acquainted. And sorry, mom, for, yeah. for all of that. She knows. Yeah. You, oh, well. Even if she didn't know, Even she Even if she knows. didn't know, she knew. Yeah. She knew. I think they both know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's hard to it's hard to kind of pinpoint. I'll, I'm going to mention a couple here, but yeah. it's hard to pinpoint one because I think I've deeply attracted to the the very you know the open chord nature of Mike Eisinger which attributes itself to like this ethereal yeah. sound this very dreamy yeah um hypnotic sound um like I'm not this isn't a, you know I'm not picking this one but like you you know you start off with um god was is it nowhere fast that I'm thinking of uh no not yeah. no uh, consequence? No, consequence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah it's a so, bigger word than you think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so kind of, like it starts off just kind of that open picking, uh, or not open, but like the picking yeah. through that chord that Mike Eisinger does, yeah. like with his guitar tone. It's very, it's very like dreamy, Plus, and I like, like that part. It's like dun da da dun. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that that's the biggest thing to me as not only a listener but as a songwriter. Somebody I try to capture is cadence yeah. is the delivery how how do you you know how did the lyrics bounce with the right. melody so it's not just a straightforward like four four or straightforward sure. just you know delivering of the lyrics um but i love like we had mentioned in kind of our tirade of f-bombs here um <laughs> i love the song make yourself because oh, yeah. I, I i've always whether or not because andrew you mentioned you're you're from a background of video editing i'm from like we're from like I think we have a family full of people who are from video editing. So, like, because so I'm from I think video we're, we're editing, pretty, we're pretty multiverse yeah. as far as you know, not just video editing, but music. And, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, anything exactly. kind of artistically in the creative. Exactly, yeah. Cre- creativity. Yeah. I think is the name of the game. So, like, I, I have done video editing, like we've mentioned on mm-hmm. the show before. Matt's done it. Tyler's done it. Um, Samantha's done. Uh, ev- yeah. Everybody, sure. But when edit you it that comes with having a very almost cinematic mind of how things are put together mm-hmm. and what what do you think having an understanding of how music goes with moving picture and yeah. music goes with images understanding and, structures beneath yeah, the exactly, final product exactly yeah. so like with that with that mentality with that mindset even when listening to music i still i look for what could work in a movie what could work in this situation mm-hmm. i'm presenting uh this montage i want to yeah. put together uh, uh this video montage i want to edit what song would work all this thing yeah. so make yourself was a song that from the dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 and then just the melody of the chorus i was like this would work perfectly the first time i heard it i was like oh this would work great in a montage of video clips of like wrestling i want to put together yeah, so, yeah. something that sounds really really cool yeah but then when the and before the second chorus 
when Brandon's like, and if I fuck me, I fuck me in my yeah. own way. And then he kept saying, fuck me in my own way. I was like, okay, well, I can't you play animals that. having sex. Yeah, <laughs> but I say, make Let's yourself. Turn my, a corner. If, if I pick one, it, it might be make yourself. I love pardon me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I miss you is like mm-hmm. at different points in my life. And, you know, I feel like past and future, you yeah. know, that can apply to different situations if you sure. listen lyrically to that to that yeah. song there so that's that's a very you know applicable song to life situations as well yeah um, kind of going in the same vein of like lyrically how you can apply things um but it's it's hard it's hard to just pick a couple um i do i love clean uh yeah, privilege good. is great yeah. nowhere fast i mean it's per- a, personally the warmth the oh, it, yeah, i mean right. it is it is the track that from the first listen to now um has always caught my attention. For beginning with the intro, I mean, you know, whale sounds. Yeah. You know, it just it it kind of it took you to a depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost. Oh, I, yeah. I I feel like um, thrice. I don't know if your listeners are yeah. super familiar with thrice, but I know they you guys are. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, listening to uh, Viesu, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing that on that listening to that whole album. Um, performed live. Yeah. It, you know, in Atlanta in so college, jealous. and. It, and that album gave me that same, or at least a couple tracks off that album, kind of gave me that feeling of the warmth. Where all of a sudden I, I yeah. felt submerged. Mm-hmm. Um, of dust which, and nations, probably. I probably, it, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, but just that strange feeling when the first time uh, a song can, oh, shit, you know, it made you feel underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not just the. It's not just the whale sounds, but just everything about it. Um, like I was saying earlier, where their music allows that space yeah. to be contemplative, to be aware, to kind of just pay attention to what's happening. So to hear a song start out like that, and then eventually, like, lyrically, I mean, you know, so don't let the world bring you down. Not everyone here is that fucked up and cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember why you came and why you're alive. Experience the warmth before you grow old. And I mean, shit. That that hit me massive. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, I mean, you know, it just you know, I, I don't know about you guys growing up and stuff is you know as far as the family goes, but you know, just a feeling of aloneness and sure, you know, yeah. kind of things being cold or uh, you know, I don't know if maybe yeah. it's a stoic way about right. you know myself personally or what, but just life has always seemed very tough and abrasive mm-hmm. and can be very unkind. Yeah. Um, so to hear that song. Uh, to hear those lyrics, yeah. and especially you know when it was live, I mean, shit, you know, thirty four. I mean, if you haven't taken yeah. a few knocks, uh, you you probably haven't lived. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, honestly. So by now, just kind of a reminder of you know, it doesn't matter if I'm fifteen or from thirty five. You know, twenty years. We're talking about you know, 2020, first day of the year. Uh, you know, we're talking about transformation and, and decades and stuff like that. You know, two decades later, you know, this song still reminds me of. Uh, it's all about perspective. Yeah. Honestly, you can feel like you are in the depths. You can feel like you're mm-hmm. floating out there with those fucking whale sounds. Um, For sure. Especially but, the, the opening guitar. Yeah, lick but, too. but just stop and think, uh, you know, it's shit. Even if you know, peeing in a pool, feel a little warm, you know, it's, it's <laughs> you can, you can see, you know, it's, there's, 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 that's, there, yeah. that's, that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, take that, no, take that as you will. But uh, honestly, there, there, there's a warmth to life. It's entirely about, perspective i'm not saying everything's sunshine and rainbows uh all day every day but i mean uh again 
that that the warmth it, it will always be the track yeah. from that album that stood out both musically and lyrically yeah, uh, yeah. because it just I mean hell it just it stuck yeah it's it, it's, it's point that that the line so don't let the world bring you down not everyone hears that fucked up and cold yeah. it's yeah. that it's, hand of hope that that it's poignant because it's like that hand reaching out because yeah, I mean, there there is that there's that underlying cold tension that we kind of grew up with, of just you said abrasive yeah. and it's tent you know just yeah. growing up in a tense household and you know you're, you're I'm not gonna point the finger at any anybody in particular you know it's just it just it, the the whole feeling as a whole it was just mm-hmm. cold. like you said it was just kind of cold yeah or and, just as, as you experience life yeah it, it, exactly you know to take taking it away from how we grew up as, as as a specific example but just as a whole like you said just growing up yeah. as you get older you talked about perspective and it mm-hmm. becomes more and more again poignant just that line that yeah. that's that's like yeah. that's like a lifeline of hope and honestly it's amazing when you can hear a song and it's just because it is so considerate and so I don't know, it thought provoking that you know, we're talking about it now. Like this is a great song for 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in a day and age of you know every day you wake up, there's a, there's a mass right. casualty, there's some kind mm-hmm. of major event. Yeah. If you choose to check the news, mm-hmm. uh, that it's super easy to to forget that yeah, people are cold, they're callous, and all that. But at the base of humanity, like. We discovered the Christmas season. What was everybody doing besides buying gifts? You know, trying to right, celebrate yeah. each other and you know yeah. think about family and kind of the warmth of the holiday season uh, or New Year's, getting together and celebrating the new year and the possibilities to come and the fact that uh, you know life is very cold. Yeah. It's very easy to focus on that because pain is real. It's right there, and it, it it's very easy to draw that fight or flight mm-hmm. kind of tendency in us. Whereas good stuff, um, you know, shoot, when I started working in education, uh, especially with my student you know, population, uh, something I was told early on is for every correction, you're going to have to drop like three compliments. Yeah. And that's true based on research uh, through adults. You know, For every negative thing you mm-hmm. say, you better be bringing you know, five, six sure. nice things uh, because it's really easy to focus on those negative things because yeah. it, you know, it can hit so hard and there's pleasure around every corner with these little bits of, you know, swiping on Instagram or getting some likes or, you know, the convenience enjoyment is, is built into our consumer culture. Whereas, you know, pain is part of life and it's always yeah. going to be there. So it's hard to look past it. So, you know, when you remember lyrics like that, like don't, don't let the world get you down because I mean, shit, I hope you had at least one or two people you can kind of get with and you feel a little warm, even if mm-hmm. it's just the bourbon between you, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think, and and that's as good as any uh, <laughs> uh, explanation as to why something is is your favorite song on kind of a deeper mm-hmm. level. Um, I think for me, obviously, like Drive is one of the songs that I'm. It's not my favorite, but it's one of those songs that you hear so many times mm-hmm. and you could easily get sick of it. Oh, for some reason, I'm doesn't. just not sick of it. Yeah. I mean, especially in the day and age. So, like, you were talking about Spotify early yeah. on. The best way to listen to this podcast right here. Hey. Totally agree. Spotify is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify is brilliant. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, but it, it in a day and age of algorithms kind of creating playlists for you yeah. and things being catered to you, um, it 
it's easy to hear a song a million times. I mean, number of times I've listened to a song on a Discover playlist. It's like, I listened to this song before Spotify knew yeah. I listened to this song. Mm-hmm. I put that in. I asked for this. Yeah. And now you're plugging it into an algorithm. Right. Um, you still can listen to an album like like Make Yourself and still listen to a song like The Warmth or Drive. Yeah. And it just doesn't get old. I mean, yeah. You're not going to put it on repeat, but you're definitely not mad when it shows up in a shuffle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some kind. They're, they're one of those bands that um, are in this untouchable pocket of like there aren't there are a lot of people who like them but there aren't a lot of people who don't like them or who have gotten sick not, of them not that i not that i've it really feels, seen like no and I feel, I feel like their fans are kind of <clears throat> hip to them mm-hmm. not hip to one piece of work they've right. made but hip to them willing to be on board with how they mature yeah. and how they decide to in how whatever direction they go in the mm-hmm. fans are going to be right with them right so you don't really get they're one of those bands for me at least i haven't seen they're not really those they don't really have these fans to where they're like uh they i wish they would do something more like this or more like this they're kind of just on board for whatever incubus and, does and it never feels like incubus gets too big for the audience yeah exactly. too big for the crowd too big for the people they're performing for i mean and i think that speaks to a lot of the the best artists i mean i've i've seen hair bands perform when they're you know kind of retirement tours and stuff and like i'm sure you guys have as well yeah (laughs) and they're out there they're performing mad props but um i mean incubus is one of those bands like shoot best show i ever showed up to was elvis costello and that dude played for three hours just spinning a wheel of songs Mm -hmm. i mean he just performed for three hours he was there for everyone there was very little to noticeable drop off he he was there because brilliant performer, brilliant songs, yeah. timeless catalog, and people still wanted to see him because this was not a retirement tour, you yeah. know, full fledged performance. Yeah, even though was, you know, I'm not sure what Elvis Costello is used to performing in, but right. sure, you yeah. know, it, it was you know a smaller venue of three four hundred people. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Incubus, uh, yeah, just they're they're approachable, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. definitely, still. Yeah, and uh, I think so. Musically, my favorite mm-hmm. song in the al- like dynamically, my favorite song in the album is "Clean." Right, just because it builds like it builds yeah. to you yes, know, everyone. Yeah. It, the, it the starts with like bongos and then it's yeah. bass and then guitar and then you know you've got scratch in between. It's just a perfect build to the full song. Yeah, and then the chorus is like that quint. To me, I call it like the quintessential, like make yourself melody in a chorus like yeah like it's a very it's time capsule like it reminds me it puts me in that time Mm -hmm. of this album yeah um but lyrically i think the one that it's really been sticking with me lately is out from under yeah because it's just kind of about sort of unlearning like manipulation and control Mm -hmm. you've like experienced in your life Mm -hmm. and sort of like breaking free of that yeah and sort of like get out from under them you know which is a concept that we we can sit here and we can wax poetic and we get super philosophical and metaphysical about it but honestly it's it's the everyday experience of you know you're you're both how you're raised and and the kind of deck that you've been dealt and the genetic you know lottery that that you've been a part of but so much of life is just dealing with that collide of how you were raised first uh, your own personal experience and yeah. how you feel like you should be managing yourself. Yeah. Um, or growing beyond what you think you should manage yeah. yourself and realizing that, oh, maybe my opinion isn't the best and yeah. maybe there's things like 
excuse me, things that I can be doing better. Sure. Absolutely. Or like you're so impressionable when you're younger and I'm not necessarily referring to, when I say this, I'm not necessarily refer, I'm not, I'm not at all referring to like in our household, but like externally when you go to church or go to school, right. you're so impressionable. Oh, and I think yeah. people know that and can take advantage of that and kind right. of let you kind of pass on to you what what they want you to know yeah. or what what you should or, believe or even yeah. i mean honestly uh, we, we grew up with parents and we grew up with influences and mentors and yeah. kind of jumping on what you're saying about you know growing up in the church there there were always those that taught with what they thought was the best interest sure. of everyone yeah yeah you know through their own human experience through their own lifetimes um but again you know when you kind of come to that collision of what you've been told through others experiences their own kind of I don't know, kaleidoscope of life experiences and viewpoints and all this kind of coming together of raising their own children um kind of colliding with you know your own personal experience what you see to be true yeah compared to what you're told is true um again is make yourself the album title i mean you know the whole album is about identity and this kind of juxtaposition of you know what you're told and what you experience yeah beautiful so, sure. yeah. i couldn't have wrapped that up any better yeah <laughs> honestly <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm i'm like racking my brain i'm like okay bring it around segue how does there you go <laughs> there it is i think i think we covered that pretty thoroughly yeah. i'm yeah. i'm very very pleased with yeah. how that went i'd say I, my favorite what's nice is when wrapping stuff up you know, in the time that we did, you know, haven't even hit an hour yet. And we haven't, we didn't even like start I, right away. I, yeah. I actually, I was kind of surprised when you were saying wrap it up because I'm like, wait a second. I feel like we, we could, we've only we just, could just yeah. continue to sit here and talk, uh, yeah, which exactly. I mean, I think speaks to both, uh, I don't know, just the, I don't know, the brotherhood that we have mm -hmm. and Tyler exactly. sitting over there on the couch. Yeah. And, <laughs> and He's but waving, also, no one can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but also just, um, the depth to an album Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and how an album or a music or an artist, uh, a group kind of just, I don't know, hit something. Yeah. Just they, they bring something to light that's part of a human experience. And next thing you know, it, it, it's done so well that, you know, how can you not want to just keep talking about it? Cause yeah, exactly. Right? It's 20, the album is 20 years old. Like we yeah. can sit here and we can just talk nonstop There's about so it. There's so many layers to There's so much, that. so much, anything that's, that's, that can last that long, still draw that kind of crowd, yeah. still have people talking about it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no end. This no end to the. Hot dog, this is, I'm yeah. saying it's hot dog flavored water. It doesn't have as much staying uh, hey, power. Hey, as, uh, okay, you, depending on who you are. Don't leave okay. off chocolate starfish there. Yeah, okay. Please. Chocolate right. starfish in the hot dog flavored the, water. This my Ben Stiller. <laughs> my favorite motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I don't want your inside yeah. jokes. That's okay. I'm, uh, more Fred Durst. Yeah, Fred Durst. Yeah, so, I yeah. don't care. Yeah, and, like Steve, Steven's like was this on the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack? I was like, no, that was the other one. He's like, like I, I remember the day I heard Limp Biscuit and what that means, and I was yeah, disgusted. Yeah, I don't yeah. want any more inside jokes yeah, from you. Yeah, exactly. Chocolate Fred Durst in your children's Chocolate movies. Chocolate Starfish is a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Wait a second. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what hot dog flavored water is. It's just, what even is a Limp Biscuit? Uh, I don't <laughs> we're not, not going to get into the it. wrong yeah. program for that kind of discussion. <laughs> All I'm saying is don't Google it. Don't. No. 
But no. this this won't be the last time we talk about Incubus, though, because no. next season we've only got a couple episodes left in this season, mm-hmm. and next season we're going to be doing kind of more like out al- quote unquote like album showdowns, more movie and album, more yeah. movie mm-hmm. music talk instead yeah. of just kind of the wider variety yeah. of stuff. So we, we do have, however. Um, Next season, we are going to continue with our 90s sports, which we're going to have you on again for uh, 90s hockey. Perfect. If you're um, gorgeous. Like, yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Um, and then we're going to have Jeremy on the last one for 90, uh, of his many more appearances. He'll be on for 90s can, basketball. Can I? I, I have a, a, a John Stockton jersey. Yeah, okay. I was yes, once I was once given. Was it Matt, was that Bequeath? you that gave me? I was yes. By the way, I, I could wear that because I, I like hanging out with Jeremy Weed. Remember yeah. when he was my friend and not yes. yours? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Remember it's, when most of my friends were not yeah. your friends but mine? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> it's kind of we're kind of at this point. That that's where it's, how that's it's, how it goes. It's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. It's great. Um, Either way, but, I, mean, I mean, yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thanks for your friends. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we'll have you on again for '90s hockey. Yeah, we're gonna do an album showdown of make yourself in Morning View. So yeah. Yeah. I got memories and stories for both. I'm not. I'm. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also not right. Looking right away, I'm thinking of Morning View and a uh, a trip around South City, St. Louis. A senior of high school, skipping school, kind of, sort of, nice. with the Keem Ashford, driving around a Civic's Del Sol, getting completely lost, and showing up just in time for my chemistry class, which uh, senior year. Didn't yeah. care how that so was going to no go. One, no one cares. <laughs> trying to hear what you were making yeah. in chemistry. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, nothing I don't know. good. But yes, thank you. Thank you for being on. Uh, oh, guys, I loved re- it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, gl- I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. I, even if you don't listen to anything after this. <laughs> thank you. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to just purposefully not. Thank you for being on. So honest. I can keep it fresh. Yeah, I, exactly. I keep it fresh every time I come on. Just like a, you know, somebody, like a child wandering yeah. Through a conversation. I am at the point in my life <laughs> to where literally if you were to ask me, what do you want in life? I think my only answer would be honesty. Honestly. I just want you to be honest. I just <laughs> yeah. want you to be honest Even with me. Even if I don't like it, just be honest. You going to stand me up? Just let me know. Yeah, don't, exactly. Don't fake gastrointestinal yeah. uh, yeah. issues. Speaking uh, of gastrointestinal issues, we had to reschedule twice because Steve yeah, and I had yeah. a bit of a okay, stomach yeah, bug. I thought about faking it three times. Uh, so... <laughs> Kind of just a, just a, yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe I have a stomach issue this yeah, time. Who knows? Pushed off another day, but yeah. no. Happy well, happy to be here, guys. Thank yeah, you. But Thank yeah, you for, we're uh, yeah. we're excited about like Matt. I think you said at the top we have mm-hmm. uh, a couple more episodes here in season one. This yep. one we're gonna continue. We're gonna talk about 1995 next episode we're with our year by year 90s retrospect, which will continue in season two yeah. as we you know continue as we do more movie and music yeah. centric stuff and then we also have a really like a really, a really cool s- special season finale, season finale. Yeah. Uh, really we're gonna have a couple it. new guests along with returning jeremy weed if he if he's able to make it even yeah. if he isn't we have fred who has the barcade yeah um for a second i thought you were talking about my cat he does not <laughs> speak english uh, guys he's talking yeah. but he does not speak english my buddy fred who i used to work with at rico has a barcade in his basement Ooh, nice. and he and my buddy chris um they didn't used to go to arcades together but they were big into the arcade scene uh, back in the day right so right that season finale is going to be pretty awesome I mean, that's gonna be fun we'll kick off season two of march but uh this has been the Radcast. you know it's New Year, 2020. Let's mm-hmm. let's see let's see what it brings this year. See what happens. Yeah, see what, let's happens. See what happens. Let's take so, a roll of the dice. Yeah, exactly. Let's start with uh, let's start with some sponsors. Let's start with you know 10,000 downloads an episode. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I guess, but eventually. Yeah. But in the meantime, make sure to take care of yourselves, take care of each other, because why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day. 